0: the evening it's time (laughs) there you go united by wrestling i'm your host dustin destruction with your my co-host the shape baby and we are back after a two-week hiatus i know that sounds so long doesn't it
1: (laughs) it's good god man
0: so i guess if you want to know where we've been at i've been vocal about on twitter but let's be honest who cares i don't know if anyone pays attention to our twitter or not i'm sure but, somebody um, does no actually no this is why i bring it up i thank everyone for the support and reaching out you know my grandfather died about a week ago and so i have been pretty much inactive on twitter and yeah no episodes but that's the old news we're in with the new we're back we're back baby How's it going, wrestling community and Twitter? I'm sure you guys are arguing about something else, but uh, oh, there's
1: plenty. <laughs> as always every day. There's a new argument.
0: So today we are discussing the decade of wrestling, but so but 2010 before, to 2019.
1: But before we do that, as we uh, as I talked to you about earlier on the phone, I want to get your quick little hot take on something before we get into the decade of pro wrestling. So as as you've seen most everybody's seen on Twitter now and I've seen people bitching <laughs> about it, about it all day
0: long It's uh, what's wrestling twitter arguing <laughs> about believe
1: Well this is one of them <laughs> I don't know if this is the only one but this is one of them so uh,
0: you mean they no oh, they're probably arguing about ratings even though AEW have a I'll show you, How this can way. you
1: How can <laughs> you sit there and argue about ratings for one? I mean now I will say that's that's good that's a good number for a Christmas night episode of NXT I mean that was those good numbers but That's good for next team, yeah. But um, so on the annual, as as WWE has every year, the annual MSG live event after the day after Christmas. Um, now this, of course, as many of us know, is a bigger live event than your typical one in like fucking Iowa or North Dakota or some crap like that. So at this show, obviously, as we've all seen now, Andrade beat Ray for the U.S. Championship. Now I've seen on Twitter throughout the day people people bitching about you know it shouldn't they shouldn't have done it at a live show it's a live show it does th- does the title change mean anything all this other crap so turn your hat around get your hat turned back sorry it was in my face i'm sorry <laughs> so you know with this with it being this show though what are your what are your quick takes on do you think it was a good idea a bad idea being a live show or was it something that because because of the show that it is was okay?
0: So I understand kind of the magnitude of why people are like it's a title, you know. Titles are supposed to be prestigious. Well, why not save it for live TV or a pay per view, especially for a guy like Andrade, where it was his first, yeah, you know, singles run, you know, since being caught from NXT. But people forget it. Madison Square Garden is the mecca of sports entertainment. Right, you know, there's a lot right. of history. So it's not like it's... Well, like, you know, like
1: like I said, it's not like it's in the middle of North Dakota somewhere where there's like a thousand people there.
0: <laughs> I don't mind it, but it's not something I'd like to see consistently.
1: Well, I mean, I know this isn't the first time that they've done this at this show for for the MSG show anyway. They don't usually do it at... The only time they ever do it at house shows is if somebody's getting ready to leave or has to leave because of an injury or something like that. Yeah. Um, but... With this show, I mean, like like you said, I hit, you know, you hit the nail on the head with, you know, I see why some people are like, oh, you shouldn't have done it because it's a live show. But at the same time, obviously, this is a different house show than your standard, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people house show. This is Madison Square Garden in the world's most famous arena. So I wish they would have kept the tradition. I believe it was a year ago or the year before that they televised it or streamed it on the network or some crap. Mm-hmm. I wish they, I wish they would have kept doing that. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. People are going to bitch regardless. I'm happy for the guy. I'm glad he finally got his first title.
0: Yeah, Ray didn't need the title anymore. Well, I'm
1: glad he got his first singles title since being called up. So, But, anyway, that was just a little bit of a hot take. I wanted to get your take on that.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's been up for debate for the last couple of day days or so. I mean... So, it makes sense, and, you know, I think for Madison Square Garden or something like that, it makes sense, you know, because they're showcasing, but yeah, let's leave that out of most life I mean, I'm
1: glad it was, I'm glad it was the US title and not the WWE title or something Yeah, no, that would have
0: been bad. Um,
1: But it's like, I understand the debate of, you know, I mean, hell, it's Madison Square Garden, you know, you're not gonna, you gotta do something special for MSG, because MSG is just
0: awesome. Yeah. But, all all right,
1: so we're gonna talk decade...
0: So oh, as I'm sure everybody's aware here, I would hope you're aware a decade runs from 2010 to 2019. You know, we know some people that might not understand what a decade is. You know, there's some people that think you know going negative is positive. So yeah, okay,
1: uh, okay, we're not. Let's, no, 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 we're no, not no, Call of
0: Duty here. No, no,
1: but... no, 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 no. But let's let let's 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 not mention his name. Let's see if he actually catches it because I know he'll listen to this back. See if he catches that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably get mad because he thinks it we're yo, come on, man, this is what AEW does, takes shots at the competition. Oh, no, right? It's what we're doing well, right but now.
1: Exact, but, it, it, but in our case, that's not exactly competition.
0: <laughs> no, in fact, he was exiled. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so 2010, to, well, in a couple of days, it'll be 2020, so we got a
0: whole decade of stuff to talk about. Yeah, buddy. So, I'm gonna be honest here. This is probably gonna be a um, W-E heavy, you know, show. Right. Because you know they have they've had the biggest moments. You know, yeah. A lot of things. You know, I'm not saying New Japan TNA they haven't, but you know we don't have a damn hour, hour and a <laughs> half, and we push it. Right. Right. You know, there's not enough time to cover all the big moments, and especially in WWE. The first half of the decade there was a lot of big moments.
1: I mean, hell, all the way up until... All the way up... Really? Honestly, honestly,
0: all the way up until,
1: you know, 2015, 16 plus. I mean, all those... i say 33. Right, yeah.
0: Last, 34 had some. Right. But at 34 to now, so that's like year or two... Well, I mean, two, hell, I mean, even, 30, even
1: 35 had a couple noteworthy yeah. things to talk. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely going to be more, more heavily focused on that. So don't... don't... Don't rage,
0: and there will be a mention of one or two big things that not happened in WWE. But um, that being said, let's go to 2010. This year, I just felt like it was a flat out boring year in the WWE. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, like. this
1: because this was this was coming off the run of like 2007 to 10, where it was literally kind of it. Was, it was definitely like like John said multiple times. It definitely wasn't cool to watch WWE in those years.
0: Isn't mean, the last year the PG era, right? Uh the, the P- official PG era?
1: Well, the the official like technical quote unquote PG yeah, it was from 24 through which 24 was in 2008 seven, eight. Yeah. And then yeah, so it, it was it was around that time where they were they were literally going back to the they had literally gone back to the horrible crap they used to do back in the day before the attitude era and I mean, so, yeah, this was this was definitely not the, the best year for any – Well, it was
0: only really run by one guy. I mean, what, Yeah, had John, Randy. And Batista was Batista on his well, so way. Like, oh. Yeah, so
1: it, it was pretty much literally – Sean
0: and Taker, but they were – Sean was definitely part-time by then. Well, and Taker so. was becoming
1: part-time at that point.
0: And, and Hunter. And Hunter So, was like, so yeah,
1: <laughs> it was pretty much legitimately for those couple years, John and Randy.
0: So – The only big moment I can really think of is, you know, Edge had one of the most, you know, I guess surprising comebacks in the Royal Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble a here. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people didn't see that. And a lot of people weren't even sure if he was going to be there because he came back from a big injury. Right. That was there. And then I would say that year was defined by Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, the rematch. Yeah. And then you know Sean getting sent to retirement.
1: Yeah, and it it was, it was, it it had that different feel to it because you could tell. I think more so with Sean's retirement than a lot of others that we've seen. Sean knew he was done. Like you could tell, Sean knew that he was done. He 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 was his career was over, and he he was ready to. He he was at peace. Like like Taker said in uh, Broken Skulls, he was at peace with it. He he knew it, and you could tell. By his reaction and his post, on his post, his speech on Raw the following night, you know, you could tell it, he was done, and it was, it, it had that moment because of I think it had that moment and had that feel because of how sincere and legitimate it, true it was. Yeah. Because surely one of the top ten greatest of all time, yeah, you know, and him, Italy. and him, him being done officially being done, was was definitely the 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 year's defining moment at, at, at definitely cuz they came off the back of two easy match of the year candidates classics with Taker the one at 25 and then of course the one at 26 but i mean that was definitely the year right there the moment right there
0: yeah yeah you know, except for some Saudi blood money that brought him out of retirement but we ain't going to talk about that last match oh god <laughs>
1: And then of course, so, what's going on? Well, I mean, of course, <coughs> excuse me. A little side note of that was the last time that Money in the Bank was actually at WrestleMania. I mean, that's a little, of course, a little side note. But oh yeah,
0: like <laughs> that's a nice little side note. You know, that's when the Money in the Bank died. To be honest, with honestly, that's yeah, that's it what is. it did, right? I mean, you know, they still have it, but I just feel like it's not as prestigious as it used to be. To be honest with well, you, well, no, I mean, because it's like
1: it, it gave the the matches at mania the 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 money in the bank matches at mania gave a chance and opportunity for fans to see talent that of course in those times wasn't showcased as properly as it should have been, as they should have been and it gave it gave them it gave WWE a perfect match to kick the show off with whether yeah, I
0: just think really, the gimmicks that's a whole other episode about the gimmicks it just the gimmick pay-per-views, kind of ruined a lot of prestiges, oh, like yeah. the Chamber and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, so that like, was 2010. Yep, that was
1: that was the fun year of 2010.
0: 2011, I would say, might be one of the most eventful years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. You know, we had. You know, Dwayne came back. February. I think back, February 14th, 2011. Yep. Yeah, and that seven long years
1: yeah wow honestly i didn't even uh, realize but when he when he said that in that promo i did not even realize it had been seven years
0: because
1: yeah uh, it was wrestlemania 20 Yep, yeah, yeah 20 so i didn't even know but yeah of course there's that
0: yeah I'm, putting, sorry, I'm posting another link so what were your thoughts and your emotions running through when Dwayne returned well, of course. I know he I know I love Dwayne. he's my favorite, but I know he's your favorite yeah. wrestler so. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was I like the way they teased it too because like before the segment of him, before his segment, they had the limo pull up and they had some chicken high heels get out of the limo and it was like <laughs> it was like that okay, this is the host of Wrestle seriously. And is going
0: to be fire? I say
1: is it going to be like is it going to be like, I don't know, uh Maria Maria Menounos or some crap like that. Oh, God. Nothing against I actually like really like Maria, but
0: yeah, um, that's <laughs> Yeah, it's like because you
1: see this chick walk, it's like really, It's like you're getting all hyped for this, and then it's like when his music hit, I was like holy shit, because I didn't even realize. Like I said at the time, I didn't realize it had been seven years since we'd seen him. You know, he did that's that. Crazy. He did that little via satellite thing for the Battle of the Billionaires at twenty three. <clears throat> um, he did that, and then you know, he had these little snippets here and there, but it was like for him to actually be back. I mean, I was I, I like, I'm glad I didn't have too many neighbors around at the time because I know I would have woken them all up if I did. So, I mean, that moment for me was will forever be one of my favorite moments because of you know, Dwayne being my favorite of all time, and I'm so glad I didn't jump the gun and. Cause I was gonna go, cause like I live literally like four and a half hours with good traffic from Atlanta, and I was about to like literally hop down to Atlanta for WrestleMania, and of course what proceeded was thank God I waited, but yeah, I mean that moment, that moment, and of course the 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 promo on John, and you know all the stuff that he had, had built up that he he could finally just say, I mean that that moment will forever be one of my favorite WWE moments ever.
0: Absolutely. You know, (laughs) sorry. (coughs) Dwayne, you know, if I don't, you know, I know, you know, some people aren't a fan of him, but how can you not, like, feel the chills and, like, the the nervous, you know, kind of like the stack nostalgic feeling Dwayne Johnson came back? It's like, that dude, you know, I I, words can't describe how I felt when Dwayne came back. Well, I mean, it's it's like... like. it goes to He's sh- finally back. He's finally home. You know, yeah. a guy that in all intents and purposes saved WWE You know, it, him and Steve Austin in the Monday Night Wars, they were the guys and you know, he was finally came back to the place he helped kind of right. establish. You know, yeah. obviously Hogan and stuff did Brett Sean did their stuff. Right. But you know, Austin and Rock is kinda of what pushed the mainstream a well, little bit. Well, I mean, it, so. it's
1: like it's like if you go back the this is your life segment with Mick Foley was the turning point for the ratings of wcw versus monday night raw that segment was was the turning point because people that hadn't really tuned in they tuned in for that and they watched they watched rock and then they watched Austin. All- i mean those two that was it i mean that was who you wanted to see i mean of course you had you know not to take credit away from jericho hunter taker all that but those were the two guys those were the guys that you wanted to see
0: and yeah, and that's the
1: thing is Yeah. Well, it's like I mean when you like for example, that moment, that segment of him of him coming back, he hadn't been there in seven years and the roof blew off the place when his music hit yeah. I mean, the long it's like people could easily, easily not give a shit about you after that long, especially but when you are the person that he is and the talent that he is for people to still blow the roof off a place when you show up after especially after that long you know cuz on his way when he when he left uh, everybody was like all right let him go to hollywood fine let him go he's he's obviously done with this wrestling stuff but for him to come back after all that time people are like I mean for him to blow the roof off the place that says something
0: yeah see he didn't have to come back. Oh no, he didn't need to. He was he was solidified. You know he's you know making bank on you know Hollywood. You know so it's nice to see him kind of come back to the place he got his roots.
1: Well, like like when Jer- like Jericho said when he came back and started doing what he was doing, everybody was you know, kind of like they were hype when he first came back, and then when they saw he was kind of sticking for a little while, everybody was like, oh look at this guy coming in, take you know. But like Jericho said. The guy came back because he loves being here. He wants to, you know, he wants to give give some time to what made him who he is. He's done the tours. He's done the, you know, the 15, 16 day overseas tour. I mean, all that crap. He's done all that. He's proven, you know, he's proven his worth and all that. So it's like he came back to what he loves first and foremost and gave back to a new generation of wrestlers and fans who maybe not had seen what he had done too much of prior
0: yeah.
1: or especially the locker room who grew up idolizing him in Austin yeah. and to, you know, to be able to go into the locker room with those guys who didn't think they'd ever get to cross paths with him for him to come back and, you know, talk to those guys, give those guys advice, help those guys out. You know, that was really, yeah. that was really, really special.
0: So that was massive, you know, so up next we had WrestleMania 27, and we had the retirement of Edge. Yeah. Um. What was your thoughts about the whole Edge retirement? You know, especially it that – it wasn't like a announced one. You no. Know, like he literally had to retire because of an injury. So it was a shocker to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean – I know I was a little shocked. Oh, yeah,
1: because, like, he wrestles – I mean, and it was a heck of a match with Del Rio the, at, at, that night at 27, and then he comes out on Raw the next night and says, like, you know, I'm done. That's it. It's like, wait, wait a minute. What? what? Are, are, are you serious, dude? Like
0: so he took a wrong bump, or I was like, or I Ray thought May, maybe he knew it was his last. Well, match I mean, like he, he said. His,
1: well, like he said in his promo, um, he had been going around prior to his match at 27. He had been going around to different doctors, and they were telling him, "Look, if you don't, if you don't stop what you're doing, you're gonna end up in a wheelchair." And it's like, oh damn, you never and see, you don't see that with with those guys, because excuse me, they love what they're doing, so. Their performances don't show that, but of course when you go backstage and the adrenaline wears off and the pain sets in and it, it was like it was such a shocking moment because it's like, hell, Edge is definitely one of my favorite guys.
0: I wasn't a huge edge edge guy. I respect it, you know, I respect the album. He's great at being a heel and doing what he's doing, you know. So to see him, you know just seeing anybody lose what they've done, their livelihood, yeah. especially for as long as he's done it for something unfortunate. It was heartbreaking. Well,
1: I mean, and especially for somebody who literally you, and I don't mean any disrespect to Edge, but like literally back in the day you couldn't see as any more than a mid Carter. For him to, you know, to stay the course, to stay in the company, to go from, you know, a tag team singles mid Carter to all the way to New Year's Revolution in 06, cashing in money in the bank. And launching himself to main event star. Him and John, really, and, definitely. Yeah, I mean, him and John and that time frame. For him to be able to take the reins and wait for his moment and, you know, go through all of that. To just have to be like, look, I, I you know, I'm done. That's it. You know, last night was it. And yeah. that's why I'm really glad that the rumors of him... And all that crap was BS. False. Yeah. yeah thank I, God. Thank God, because I, I like, like we talked about. For I, you know, I, I love Edge, but
0: I do not want to see that. No, he's a liability. Waiting to happen. We don't want that. I mean, you could put. So him am trying the, to. You could put him. I'm in trying there. to like adjust my mics so sorry for that. It just looks weird on the foreign camera. I mean, it's like you, right. could, you
1: could put him in there with the safest guys
0: in the business, and it would still yeah, be like st- AJ or something. Yeah, it's yeah, like AJ still. Styles,
1: who is one of legitimately one of the safest people you can work with and then for him to one bad bump. Yeah. One bad. Cause like you can be in there with somebody safe, but if you take the bump wrong, you're, you're screwed.
0: Yeah. It's bad. It is bad, bad, bad. So I'm glad that's uh false. And I think this isn't just one of the biggest, you know, moments of 2011, but I think this is one of the biggest moments of the decade. What a certain straight edge savior. Had enough, and sat on a entrance ramp with a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt of all things, and cut <laughs> possibly one of the best promos of all time. That led to one of the best storylines of all time. I mean, Good God!
1: That's funny, what it's are your funny. It's funny. Summer. Well, punk? it's funny you said Straight Edge Savior right as I took a swig of Bud Light. That was funny. <laughs> that was perfect timing, actually. <sighs>
0: <laughs>
1: I mean that 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 was one of the just one of the greatest moments because of how real it felt. I mean, obviously like the legitimate animosity was there. The, the issues were there, but of course every, you know, it's a work shoot. So, but the, the feeling of the realness of like, okay, I'm going to hijack this show and I'm going to say exactly what I think to everybody about everybody. And, and, I mean that moment will forever be one of the biggest holy shit moments in WWE or wrestling history at that point because nobody had ever, nobody had ever done that, nobody had ever sat up on stage and grabbed a microphone and said, you know, this is, this is my legitimate gripes with the the fans, the company, the people, everything. Nobody had ever done that.
0: Yeah. So. And that elevated Punk into the prime time, you know. Well,
1: and that was another thing that that was another thing about that moment was a guy who knew that he that he was main event caliber, that he was, and oh, as we've seen, as 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 you and I and all the people that followed Punk for prior to, of course, the summer of Punk, and had seen his indie work and all that, we knew he was a main event star, but of course WWE wasn't going to see him that way, but it had to look. Yeah, I mean, he had the he had that it factor about him. He had the personality, he had the mic work, he had the in ring ability for sure. So he was that guy that was he he was gonna take it. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna wait for some guy to, in a, in a suit to hand him uh, a brass ring and say go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he was gonna be the one to take it, and he sat up there and created he created his own ring. It wasn't even brass. That some bitch was gold. He created a gold ring and he took yeah. that shit and he ran with it and created himself pretty much he created himself he didn't have to yeah. wait for Vince to give him the okay because Vince was never going to give him the okay so yeah. cause, I mean whether Vince liked him or not he just didn't have that Vince look he wasn't 275 6 pack 8 pack you know 6 foot 5 whatever crap you know he he, so he took that he made that and he took it and ran with it
0: yeah it's crazy so now that it's wrapped up to the 2011s eleven's. Um, twenty twelve, it's kind of a, ugh, I hate even mentioning this. Cause <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I think the piece of tra- I think it's a piece of trash. But um, there's well, we'll get to the pre because this was the night before. So twenty twelve, we had once in a lifetime. Ah. Uh, Austin. Austin?
1: I mean, hey,
0: hey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, I
1: I was there that night. I was there. I mean, hell, a a triple threat, Austin, Rock, and Cena, I'm okay. I'm down for that. But
0: I don't remember seeing Austin there. So we had Rock and Cena once in a lifetime.
1: I I consider it once in a
0: lifetime because 29 was a joke. I'm sorry. It was a joke. But. Yeah. So. That you know, for all intents and purposes, it's like you have The Rock versus John, two mega stars in the ring together, and like the you know, you were there. Yeah. You don't know, tell us. What, you know, that was an iconic moment. But you know, I don't know if I could do it justice being there. What was you know, once in a lifetime like? Well, I mean, you know, first,
1: first, let's let's go back to let's go back to first real quick. Let's go back to the night after Mania 27. Well, I'm
0: talking... Oh, well, I mean, we're talking about this. I know, I know. But, but yeah, like, let's go... You, know,
1: you, go back, you go back to that. You're able to say, all right, this is going to be the main event a year from now. So then you sit there and go, wait, how are they going to build up something for a year? And then, of course, all throughout the year, the promos and the appearances and things lead us up to April 1st in Miami. Beautiful night in Miami. I love that damn city. And the the atmosphere in that stadium was, even after, I mean, because Hunter and Taker had had one of, truly one of the best matches I had ever seen, storytelling-wise, of course. Absolutely. Um, You know, it was one of the best matches that I had ever seen. Even after that the The energy in that stadium for that particular match, seeing that something that we of course, never thought we'd ever see yeah, the no. the the top guy from past the past generations to the top guy of now at the time, of course, being John Cena, the energy was so uh, honestly, even being there, it's hard to describe how you know no pun intended electric that place was. From from entrances, start and finish match. I mean every point of that match had a, a an investment in it. it. Every move, every punch, every everything had investment, and the 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 noise just kept elevating, the electricity just kept growing throughout the match from start to finish. It it was honestly undescribable to be able to be there and see that that Something that we never thought, you know, for me, of course, being able to see, I had never seen, honestly, I'd never seen Dwayne perform live up until that point. I had seen John, you know, at various live events and house shows (laughs) around here and things I had seen him, you know, but I'd never seen Dwayne in person, you know, perform up until that point. So it was, it was just an indescribable moment that truly I'll never, ever forget,
0: you know, I'm just thinking about twenty twelve was a good year for WWE because you know the next night John's out there with his little green shirt and hat calling <laughs> out dwayne thinking dwayne's gonna show up on raw dead. you, know, you wait. Dead, 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 dead. oh God you know it's funny you get like you were saying you literally got home in time to see Brock yeah, Lesnar cause like, come like yeah
1: cause like the fun, the funny <laughs> part is. The funny part about that was we had uh, me and my mom had made the drive down to Miami a couple days before Mania, and Monday morning we got the brilliant idea. We 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 left the hotel at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. We got the brilliant idea that we were going to make the whole trek back in one day. So, <sighs> which trust me by the way, don't don't do that anybody. Don't don't ever do that. Don't make don't make a twelve hour trip in one day. You're
0: not doing Tampa if you're driving this. Yeah, I'm
1: not. I'm definitely not going to do it in one day if, if if I'm driving to Tampa. No way. But so we get back home, literally, get in, get in, put all the bags down, literally with enough time. I look at the I look at my watch. It was eleven o'clock. Huh, I wonder if Raw's still on. Let's see if there's let's see if Raw's still on. Oh, there's John standing there in the ring calling out, Come on, Dwayne, come out here, say something to the people. And out walks Brock Lesnar. Got literally got home in time to see Brock Lesnar return. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and if you haven't guessed already, here on the show, we're not exactly the biggest fans of Brock Lesnar. Actually, I think he's a piece of shit. But
0: yeah, so you know, I wasn't a fan of him in his first run, but you know, it's cool seeing him back. But now seeing what you know, I didn't know what his run would be <laughs> since he's been back, and now it's a complete embarrassment. I
1: mean, yeah, it's like but, I was, I was in the same boat. I mean, I, I never, I never disliked the guy, but I never completely hated the guy in his first run. I mean, it, it, it. I mean, some of the stuff he did was funny with Kurt and Eddie, and rest Eddie. in peace. Um, you know, things like that. Those, those were funny. And then his match with his match, his match with Angle at nineteen was great, except for the dumbass knocking himself out. Yeah, I
0: don't know what he's um, doing. Just because, okay, pressing. just because he did it
1: in OVW, he thinks he can do it
0: now. But well, apparently, Kurt, that was Kurt's idea.
1: Well, I mean, but the thing that did he practice? Obviously, he didn't practice before he <laughs> tried that. But, oh, that's a different topic. But yeah, it's like so you know, I you know, I, I dug his first run. It was cool. I mean, some of the stuff he did was awesome, but you know, the the moment, the first moment that WWEs tried to duplicate since, that never, you know, the the whole break in the ring with the big show, that was cool, but then he comes back and it's like, yeah, I'm going to be the champion, but I'm never going to be here. I'm never gonna do. Yeah, you know, I was like, dude, no, fuck off with that shit. We ain't got time for that.
0: Oh, it itself was surreal. I mean, Brock, say what you want, has these star oh, power. Of course he does. Know, he's I'll transcend it. Former UFC champion. Yeah, I
1: will. I will never deny that he doesn't have the draw star power. And like we've talked about on many occasions, had we been there the night in the American Airlines Arena in Miami, had we been there, we'd have probably have popped for it. I mean, hell, oh, hell, even, return made someone famous. I mean, hell, if I'd have been there, you know, whoever, if, if we'd have been, there, we'd have popped. I mean, no. it, it's just the moment. Hell, you probably you're probably like six beers in at that point anyway, so you have a pop because, well, I mean, obviously it's Brock Lesnar, and you have that whether you like the guy or not, you're gonna have that. I mean, hell, we popped for Hogan at 35 and 30 <laughs> and 30. Oh, so. And trust me, we're, uh, we're not fans of his either, but we popped. We sung Real American. Oh God, Don't remind me, dude. So, you know, I mean, it was the moment. It was cool. And what it would ultimately lead to makes my stomach turn. But, hey, that was 2012.
0: Well, in 2012, one of the biggest things happened, though. NXT... I don't acknowledge the first run of Vince's NXT the game show no, crap. No, 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 Because, like, like me and you actually talked about on the phone earlier. That's what I've been doing. If you see me looking, I'm just pulling up official dates because I don't want to do anything wrong. Like, but, yes, it was 2012. Like,
1: like me and you talked about how they had Cody, they had Brian, they had Miz, and then on the, <sighs> on the women's side, they had Naomi, they had AJ, they had Kate. I mean, they had talent on both of these shows, and they were both complete crap.
0: The only thing that ever game came good from the the you know game show on was the Nexus invasion. Yeah, and that was the only good thing that came from any of that. I
1: always thought, I always thought all these years, I always thought the Nexus was horribly booked. By the way, John. Well, I mean the whole John thing, and then pretty much centering the whole the whole thing about trying to get John to join the Nexus. It and was like.
0: Punk taking it over.
1: Yeah, like, honestly, it felt like such a wasted opportunity
0: of something that could have been much greater than it was. Yeah, seriously, though. It was kind of a letdown. You know, if they were good. You know, the concept was great. You know, they did what they could, but they never got momentum because, you know, they can't, Yeah, I don't know. But yes, NXT, as we know it, formed in 2012. And, boy... Was it 2012 or right. 2014? 2012, bro. Oh, not nice. I have the date right here. Because that's what I was thinking.
1: No, that was when it, was it debuted on... Yeah, okay, I got you, got you. 2014 was when it debuted. Okay, yeah.
0: Debuted on what? Network? Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, when, with the whole network thing.
0: Yeah, no, I... Because I was surprised. I'm like, dude, NXT... You know, came up in this uh, era, but I couldn't remember. <coughs>
1: but, thank, but thank God but for Triple 2012, H. 2012,
0: I believe, was on sci fi. Yeah. Weirdly yeah. enough.
1: Yeah, the game show NXTs were always on sci fi.
0: But thank God for Triple H. You know, he created a vision and a plan, and you know, he had those two years to revamp it to the way he wanted it. You know, and once it got to the network, it took off. Like, you know. Just look at get names, you know, have gone into NXT, and now it's not even a development show. It's its own brand, and yeah. honestly, WWE-wise, NXT's probably the best show. Oh, best it is. In oh, right no, now. not,
1: not so, even close. NXT is the best thing WWE's got, because no longer, I mean, of course, by official, official title, it's still developmental, but... I mean, hell, it's its own brand. I mean, you've got you've got ten plus year veterans wrestling there. Hey, there's
0: no more developmental in there. That's a whole. You know, you got some of the best of the best I on mean, the. Yes, so I
1: mean, I mean, you've got you've got Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Champa, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. I mean, you you've got a who's who of people, and and you've got people that want to come to WWE, but don't want to go to the main roster. They want to go to Man. NXT.
0: Johnny Gargano and Ciampa, I don't think they want to leave. I thought Ciampa said if he got caught up to the main roster, he was going to retire.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like you've got guys that want to come to WWE strictly just to be in NXT
0: and so never – NXT changed the game. It it gave an alternative in WWE that it was definitely needed. Yeah,
1: because now if you don't lo- – I mean, just trust, them, trust me. I tried to watch uh, – I watched – usually I'm at work. Usually I'm at work during Raw and SmackDown, thank God. But tonight, obviously, I'm off for this week, so I was home tonight, and I watched (laughs) SmackDown. I watched from 8 to 9, and I didn't know whether I wanted to puke or fall asleep. Yeah. So, that just Uh, about sums up how SmackDown was tonight. So, WWE, or NXT, excuse me, NXT is that alternative, because hell, I sat there Wednesday night on my birthday. Birthday night, sitting there in the hotel at the beach, watching NXT. Hell of a show. I didn't want to fall asleep during that show. They beat
0: AEW this week. <laughs> that's because they didn't have a show. God, fans are so funny. Funny, easy funny, to, funny, easy funny. To, easy to beat a show that
1: doesn't have a show.
0: <laughs> I I just had to make that plug because that's what you know. That's the old talk of the town right now. But yeah, um,
1: I, I love that one. That one's good.
0: So that's NXT. Um, also going down 2012, the Shield made its debut. Yeah, Survivor Series. Right. Yeah.
1: No, actually, you know, you know, no, no, no. If you got, you got to scratch that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns made their... Oh my
0: gosh, that's Seth. Oh my God. Did you God. see that? No, but no, no, no. But did you see <laughs> yeah, that? they cut Dean. Yeah, it's obviously... like that's Seth Rollins yeah, and Roman
1: Reigns from NXT. What are they doing here?
0: Cole's great shocked commentary. I'm sorry,
1: Cole. When when you know, because I mean, I know if you don't know, it's different, but. When you know that there's going to be returns or debuts, do not let Cole commentate them.
0: <gasps> it is. Can it be? Or it is.
1: The hottest the free agent in
0: AJ Styles. The
1: hottest free agent in sports. <laughs> inter- it's like, or like when Lesnar showed up the night after Mania. Oh, my. Oh,
0: Brock
1: Lesnar. Like, wh- what? Or, or uh,. Or when we'll Sa- Sasha, say, or when Sasha came back, that was a good one too. Um, it, right. uh, it's Sasha Banks, she's back. What, dude? I mean, come on, you've got to put more emphasis and umph in it than
0: that. <laughs> uh, so that's the 2012s. Um, so what did you think about the Shield? You know, when they first debuted, you know, you had these three guys. You know, we knew them because they're NXT. Well. When, ambrose was an fcw he never appeared on nxt no, and then, but and then of course we knew yeah. we
1: knew tyler from or seth from uh, ring of honor and developmental and things
0: but what did you think about these dudes wearing these long black you know not hoodie, turtlenecks
1: it was like, black it was black sweat vest turtlenecks and combat pants
0: <laughs> what did you think about that whole angle they came out they jumped right back and uh triple power bombed him for the announce table. What was your thoughts of the your first impressions of the S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well,
1: first impression I wouldn't have picked those outfits, but hey, <laughs> that's just me. But no, for, <laughs> no for real. I mean that that whole that whole segment was done. I thought it was done brilliantly because of how quick and fast-paced it was and the the mystique around for those, you know, for people who didn't know who they were. The, the mystique of these dudes these three dudes and honestly their outfits I'll give them that the outfits were perfect on the fact it covered up their their size and their you know their their muscle build and everything and f- for those guys that didn't look you know too too big too jacked to be able to lift Ryback who's what three three 315 guy you know the big, big. guy.
0: Uh yeah, three hundred something You know, pounds.
1: for for them to lift him up like that and toss him around with, I, mean, uh, I thought it was brilliant. And then, of course, the whole teasing that they're worked, they punks hired
0: henchmen. That was pretty cool. It's just funny because that was Punk's concept.
1: Yeah, that was yeah that was whole yeah that was, uh, that was Punk's whole idea. Just not Roman. Yeah, just not who who did he have? Who did he
0: want? Chris Hero. Oh yeah yeah
1: he, yeah. But, I mean, hey, the whole thing... And, of course, what it ultimately... One of my personal favorite factions in wrestling history. Absolutely. Um, well, what, it, what it ultimately would become. Their debut... If you want to have a big debut, fucking debut a Survivor Series. That's what you want yeah, to do. You,
0: so, you have these three guys in their awful, god-awful outfits. You know, jump them, and it's like, they're mercenaries? You know, they serve justice for things are injustice, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. You know, they have this pack mentality. It was kind of like a modern day NWO a little bit. Yeah, it had it
1: had it had such a great mixture of like previous factions that had come through before, and it had such a blend of you know you could see references to NWO, you could see re- later down the road, not at the beginning, but later on down the road, you could see some DX references in there, you could see inspiration from all you know pretty much every major faction prior to them. You could see the inspiration. For it in there,
0: yeah, people love the shield, and it led to many memories. The only thing moments. I, the only
1: thing I wish about the shield, and it still stands true to this day, is that they should not have gave Roman their entrance
0: music. <coughs> and, and the attire too.
1: Yeah, and the attire. I mean, the fact, Bold, like, proof best, I mean, yeah. the fact that he still dons the attire. I mean, I understand he probably wants to, you know, give you know tribute to one of his favorite times in his career, but. And I know that was probably like one of the only times Dean was happy in WWE, but yeah, I mean it's like they should have they should have when they stopped the Shield they should have stopped it completely.
0: Yeah, so that was that. So twenty twelve was a hell of a year. Yeah, right? it was actually. I'm now just looking at it. It's like it was underrated, but twenty thirteen, I feel like, was defined. Midway through, by the Yes Movement, Brian at got his end. shot. At, yeah, what yeah, well, SummerSlam, August 2013.
1: Right, it kicked and off. I'm
0: just blanking on kind of what.
1: Honestly, you know that kicked off what would become one of the best modern day storylines. Oh, yeah. In WWE history. What WrestleMania
0: was, that so many was that? I'm even trying to think. Like 2013 is kind of blanked to me.
1: 29. Oh yeah.
0: So you had a shield and all that.
1: Yeah, I mean they had they had established themselves by that point. Um Punk and Taker I I think had one of the most underrated feud. Punk's match.
0: last WrestleMania match. Yeah,
1: Punk's last mania That's match. Gross. And then I think honestly I think their feud I think their feud was under underrated.
0: Oh, it was very good. I mean, I think they timed it. They timed Paul Bearer's death. Yeah, know, I mean they, they that. incorporated
1: that. They incorporated that well, and Punk was able. To, you know, they Punk built up that legitimate hatred from Taker, and I mean, I think I always think when you know when people talk about the streak, that's one of the one of the matches they kind of forget because I think
0: they had it underrated. I, you know, what I thought was underrated in twenty thirteen was Punk Rock.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it got overshadowed because for. It should have been Punk versus Rock at WrestleMania 29. Yeah, I agree. It should have done it as a Roman elimination. John had no reason to be in there. You know, Punk might still be here if it weren't for that crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, cause, cause, um, you know, I know Vince had the Vince had the hard on for wanting to do, you know, want I know Rock had signed for at that point. Rock had signed for three WrestleManias, two of them being matches.
0: But yeah, 27. I guess so. Yeah,
1: 27 but. was his appearance, and then. He signed on to do 28 and 29 matches, but mm-hmm. John had no reason to do They had no reason to do it again. And, you know, Punk, it should have been, it should have been, honestly, it should have been, Rock should have won the Rumble, and Vin, and he should have faced Punk at 29.
0: Yeah, i say, yeah. Uh... That was such a botch, but that was such a good feud, very underrated. Yeah,
1: because I mean, like we got the we got the beautiful knees to faces shirt uh, out of that. We got arms are oh, one of arms, the best lines. Arms are too short to box with God. Line, which is still I think one of Punk's best lines to this day. Yeah. and I mean honestly, truth. Be, I know people would have hated if Rock won the Rumble, but hell, they hated the fact that he had to he faced John again. Yeah, so he should have honestly he should have won if booked right. There we go, and we haven't mentioned that one yet. So, it, it, you know, if booked right, he'd have won the Rumble and faced Punk in the main event of twenty nine.
0: Yeah. So, remind me. Yeah, no, you know, then same SummerSlam card. This SummerSlam was actually kind of packed. Yeah. Yeah, Lesnar vs. Punk. Yeah. Which I think was one of Lesnar's best matches since he's been back.
1: Well, he likes working with small guys, <coughs> and guys that he likes. Obviously yeah. He, so, obviously, he liked Punk because that match was damn good.
0: So it's just like honestly, when I think of 2013, though, I just I have to think about Brian and John. Like,
1: yeah, the kickoff, the kickoff of what would have been, or what 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 was to become one of the greatest. Honestly, not just one of the greatest modern era story, but just one of the greatest WWE storylines. Period.
0: Yeah, it's like you have John. He, I, if I believe, I'm trying to remember this right. He. Was supposed to pick. He was allowed to pick his winner, his opponent for Summerslam, and you know he picked Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And yet, at this point, Randy Orton was money to bank. Yeah. And you know they were starting to they were starting to get to that you know Paul and all them. What was it? Because Hunter became the special referee at Summerslam. What, what like got? Wasn't Bryan like not getting fair chances in matches or something like that? Like what? Le- I'm trying to remember what build put Hunter into the referee spot in that match.
1: I don't remember. Was not- it
0: Brad Maddox not being a fair referee? Because I thought Maddox was still there. Yeah, that time.
1: yeah, Maddox was still Maddox was still there at that point, and the 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 argument was that Maddox was a crooked ref, so he wanted a fair and impartial. Both him and John <laughs> wanted a fair and impartial ref, so yeah. they picked Triple H, <laughs> and as we saw how that went. Not
0: fair. And not, not fair and
1: impartial at all. <laughs> oh, well, during the match he was. was say the match was great. <laughs> but after the match, well, not so much. But it would ultimately become just one of the
0: best moments ever, which will carry on over, which will carry over into this year. I'm um, 2014. Oh, oh, God. oh God. Oh God. Oh jeez. This might be the most defining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Year this
0: is because I think it possibly. You know, Money in the Bank was great. Yeah. You know, Punk storyline, Brian's. But I think – I don't know if you'll agree with this. Like, I think the streak breaking was the most defining moment of the decade.
1: Well, I mean, it's like you had the year kickoff with Punk, Punk's walkout. And then, of course, the whole lead-up to WrestleMania, whether he was going to – if it was a work, whether he was going to show back up. You had that – you had that looming
0: over it. And you had Batista come back, and then you
1: had then you had Batista come back, win the Rumble, which was poorly done, which was extremely, extremely poor, poorly done. You know, you had him come back, win the Rumble, and then of course you had at Mania, you had the the culmination of the Yes Movement, and then of course the match that will forever be the most infamous moment in WrestleMania, WWE history. Um, the infamous twenty-one and one, which Undertaker doesn't even remember.
0: I tell you, being there live in person on that, like you watched on the network, you heard the gasp, and then oh, it was 70, nothing. 000, seventy thousand people going quiet. That was
1: that was nothing compared to us being in that seventy-five thousand plus. Literally, I am pretty sure you could have had a conversation with a dude in section six hundred. That's how quiet. It was in that place. Yeah,
0: literally it was everyone open-jawed, hands on your head, and but it's then just like, God. But
1: then th- this this dumbass that we're going with wanted to cheer for that shit. Thank God he didn't do that. Thank God he didn't Oh, he wasn't
0: giving it a There was going to be a riot.
1: Yeah. Thank God he didn't cheer for that. If
0: Brian did not win that, I don't know what would Man, happen. No, I'm, talking, I mean, about,
1: I'm talking about the streak. He no, I'm saying, no. though.
0: No, I know that. I'm saying there was going to be a riot after streak. If Brian did not win the oh, yeah. main event. That, there might have been a riot after that show.
1: Oh, no. There's no doubt because, I mean, and what sucked f- for me personally, or, well, for, you know, I, I feel for all the women in the match. But
0: I don't want to get too much in details because this is what we're talking about right now. I want to turn it into a show idea. Yeah. Whenever yeah, you we will. figure out how to do three hours of.
1: But it's like <laughs> I, I felt so bad, and you know, for all the women in the next match following the streak that they had to go out there after that. To to top that? Like, they had to go out there after that? I mean,
0: good God, dude. That just shows Vince's... At that time, obviously, women wrestling was still not anything to Vince. Yeah, I mean, and then,
1: then of course, thank God Brian won that match, because holy hell.
0: Then the last, like, massive moment we had was Sting. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Warrior. (laughs) Warrior. Warrior. Yeah. Came back. Sting was that year, but yeah, still, Warrior right. came back and
1: cut one of the. Uh, I, he predicted
0: his own death. Yeah, I mean
1: that's uh, that. I mean he. I was trying to find the words. Like he cut one of the most symbolic, like foreshadowing promos of all time. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you're talking about your heart beating its final beat, and then the next day he dies.
0: Literally, the next morning yeah. he wake, you know, he doesn't wake up. Yeah, it's like, like he, what?
1: Like literally, the next day he has a heart attack and dies.
0: It's like he was meant to like make up with Vince McMahon yeah. when he was on his deathbed because that's yeah, like I, he literally they finally made up. Hunter, Hunter helped Vince yep. and Warrior, you know, you know, and then he. Put, it's like wow.
1: Yeah, I mean that 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 moment will forever be like just too just. I, I mean, I don't even know the words. Excuse me, the words to use for
0: that. It was absolutely crazy. And then later that year, Sting again after God knows how many years again Cole's
1: brilliant debut return commentary. It's the vigilante, the man who's never stepped foot in WWE's arena oh. before.
0: Like, no shit, Cole. Oh, no, no one knew that. You know, he just came from TNA. Uh, of course, un- no. honestly,
1: like we're you know we've seen the guy since WCW. We've never seen him on WWE television <laughs> until
0: now. No shit, he's never been here before. We missed JR for moments like well, prime JR, not, yeah, the not JR not, we not, got. No
1: no, 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 cut that out. <laughs> but you know, like no crap, we'd never
0: seen him before.
1: He's never been there.
0: I honestly, like the only thing with that though, that ruined that is Vince. It's been kind of ruining debuts of the whole W two K shit.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, announcing people's pre order bonuses. Like, wait, why are these guys aren't even in the company? They haven't been. Why are they a pre order bonus? <clears throat> Which is like they did that for they did that for Dwayne. Yeah, did that for Sting, and then they did it for Goldberg. And we'll talk about it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's don't like, don't God
1: don't yes. do, don't do don't do that. Just don't do that.
0: Vince doesn't like surprises.
1: No, he doesn't, because hell, like hell, for example, rewind the clock back a minute, Batista. Batista, three weeks (laughs) before he returns, the animal returns, January whatever the fuck on Raw. I mean, how, what the fuck kind of shit, like, I mean, thank God Twitter wasn't huge back in the day, because kind of like, Dwayne did that shit himself, kind of, back in the day.
0: That's yeah, yeah,
1: wrestling Twitter back in 2011 when Dwayne came back wasn't huge yet. Or social media wasn't that big, because he tweeted out like 10 minutes before he went on. Instagrammed hmm. out a picture of him standing on the turnbuckle saying, get ready. <clears throat> I mean, so thank God it wasn't that big then. and He'd have spoiled it himself, but I mean, Vince is like, the the, the logic behind that was so stupid.
0: And then the pay-per-view, you know, and... The whole thing with Hunter was kind of stupid. It's like, we didn't need another. All right.
1: Well, that was just Vince to get one last slap in the face to WCW. That was so, all that was.
0: But it was cool to see Sting get his moment, get his Hall of Fame ring. Yeah. Much deserved, very deserved. Yeah. You know, yeah, It was cool seeing him get a title match right. before Seth
1: broke his neck. Which people are still blaming him for to this day.
0: No, even Sting written off. It's like, dude, I took the bump wrong. I shouldn't have took a bump like that. Yeah. So, I, uh, I, it's just, oh. you know, you had that, and then you had Dwayne at 31. Yeah. Oh, you know, but that's 2015. <coughs> so 2014 was a great year with Sting, Brian. The streak wasn't great, but it was memorable. Well, I
1: mean, it was the defining moment of the decade. Yeah.
0: 2015, you had... Oh, God. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, Sting and Hunter.
1: Yeah, you had Sting and Hunter at WrestleMania.
0: And then the start of the Roman Reigns push.
1: Well, and then Seth cashing in money in the bank at WrestleMania. Oh,
0: shit. That... We forgot the shield turn.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That I was thinking about that. So, one of the most, like, heartbreaking... You know, I you felt it was when... Rollins turned on the Shield and joined the Forty. That kind of started. You know, obviously, that was just started branching out. Right. And Two of them becoming big main eventers, and Dean kind of Falling, he was there.
1: Yeah, kind of unfortunately fallen to the wayside.
0: He was a champion, but he never really. Well, I mean, he never felt
1: like he was the champion.
0: Truth be told, and, like... the, and the thing is, Seth wasn't the one anybody. I didn't expect Seth. To, I honestly thought it was gonna be, um, Dean. Yeah. Or Roman, you know, because Roman wasn't quite the top guy then yet. Right. Maybe him having to be a monster heel, you know, you weren't sure what the plans of Roman were going to be at that point. And Seth. Yeah, like, huh? I mean,
1: Seth. Seth took those reins and ran with it.
0: So that was, <coughs> like, I, I just mean, remember him hitting Roman. I think what was so, I think chair. what was
1: so I think what was so awesome about that moment was how unexpected it was.
0: And that was after a really good match against evolution where they beat evolution yeah.
1: yeah that that whole that whole evolution reunion was was brilliant, and then for him to i mean you didn't see it coming that was what I think made that special so special was it wasn't ruined, thank god i mean it was yeah. it was genuine, it felt like holy shit, I mean
0: most people thought it was gonna be Dean,
1: yeah, everybody had it pegged <clears> that it was going to be Dean because of his past his past work. But for it to be Seth and for it to be pulled off, it wasn't the fact that it was Seth. It was the fact that he pulled it off so well. Yeah.
0: So now we can go back to 2015, you know, because you're a shot event that we didn't top out. So 31, yeah, you had, you know, the, the final moment with that was really just Seth cash yeah. in.
1: Yeah. Because nobody yeah, had well, ever. No
0: one's, no one's ever run into a middle of a main event and cashed in. in at the WrestleMania. Briefcase.
1: At WrestleMania of all places.
0: And that's—I mean—that yeah. was
1: brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
0: I, I guess that's one piece of brilliance he Vince has had.
1: Yeah, it was just—it was just Seth. It was it, the, the funny part about that was Seth getting a little too overeager, and when he pinned Roman, you can hear him screaming in Roman's ear, "Thank you so much."
0: <laughs> like, oh god,
1: like that was a little—that was funny. Honestly, that was funny. Well, that's the
0: only good thing is Roman Brock matches haven't been. Oh god. What's sad is that was the best one too.
1: <coughs> just like, just like I thought about it, you know, if Roman wins the Rumble, oh God, I, I do not want to see Roman and Brock again.
0: See, I'm. Oh, it's supposed to be the Fiend versus Roman, from what I know. Thank God. But, um, same card was Daniel Bryan's last match, for a couple of years until thirty-four, yeah. Yeah, which led to. Uh, this one hit home so bad, but um, yeah, he took he his in an intercount title match. You know, I believe he came out. He won it. It wasn't right away. He they took him off a European tour, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah. And because he had seizures, mm-hmm. and Brian came out. And, you know, I uh, due to concussions have to retire from professional wrestling. You know, and he was balling. Oh yeah,
1: I mean that that moment was. I mean, trust me. Take it from you know, from both of us who have had various, you know, who have various versions of those things, and that one hit. That one hit personal there.
0: Then I would believe that was AJ's last WrestleMania, right? Yeah,
1: because yeah, she left. She left like a couple, like a week or two after that match.
0: To like her and Paige versus the Bellas, I believe. Yeah,
1: I mean, in fact, I think she left the the very next week. After that
0: match, yeah, because people are still, you know, because it's just fitting because that was like the time that the Punk chance right, it's all the time high against her. yeah, and then and uh, she's in a WrestleMania match and people are chanting CM Punk at well, her, I mean, so. uh,
1: and then the backstage it just didn't, I, mean, I, I, I it didn't feel right because they were going through all that and she and she had and, and she had injuries herself that she needed to nurse and things, yeah. As she stated, as she stated in her book, she was banged up. To hell and back, you know. So it was time for her to to take the walk too.
0: Yeah. So I feel like kind of that year, you know, was just kind of shadowed by you know Seth Rollins's emergence and yeah. Roman's emergence as the top guys. And I think it was all that event. No, I mean,
1: I mean, you had. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I mean, you had the first ever cash in at WrestleMania. You had the emergence of what would become what would become two Sting's
0: first match. Yeah, his first
1: WWE match. That I mean, unfortunately, I don't think should have happened. That match shouldn't have happened. It should have been Sting's first Mania match, but it shouldn't have been what it was. But I mean, you had that, and then you have you have the emergence of what would become the two top guys in the company. So, I mean, the star-making moments of both of those guys—that was pretty much. It was
0: pretty much Johnson. It was. That was kind of when John started kind of fading out of the picture. Yeah. You know, take—that's when he started going a little bit more part-time. You know, he was a little—he was starting to get injury-prone a little bit, and so that's kind of where Roman started. That created one of the biggest backlashes against the top guy anybody will ever see. Right. So thirty-two.
1: Third- well, 2016.
0: So I'm thinking too because there's one moment that's off the top of my mind on that one. And that's uh, – so I'm going to skip right to it. The Royal Rumble 2016. Um, yeah. Once again, one of Cole's great – oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Cole is full of such great commentary. Well, let's just talk about that in general. They're panned in a Roman's face. You know, because AJ Kenyon number three. Yeah. You know, you had Roman eliminated, whoever it was, and he's just standing there, and you know, music hits, and all of a sudden the cameras just zoom down Roman's face. Right. Right. And all of a sudden Phenomenal pops up. Yeah, on they, the they pan song. out. Everyone's going.
1: They pan out long enough for you to see Phenomenal on the
0: Titantron. Yeah, Cole. Can yeah, it yeah, be? I like your impersonations of it. Can it be? <laughs>
1: it is. The hottest free agent in sports God. entertainment. The phenomenal AJ Styles.
0: Oh, it's been rumored God. for weeks that he would be coming to WWE. Shit, Cole. He signed a oh, couple shit, weeks ago. shit, dude. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, hell, uh. that was
1: when, you know, obviously that was when wrestling Twitter was in its heyday and leaks and shit had been leaked two weeks prior that he that's, had... like around, that's kind of around the time that Twitter started blowing up. Well I mean hell it had been leaked for two weeks prior to the Rumble that AJ was going to be at the Rumble <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> Can it be? I hate when he does that It's like no Cole they're just playing some random ass entrance music because it's going to be fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin okay, No and dude
0: that's, And the guy walking out is fake AJ Styles Yeah that's
1: not AJ Styles that's just some dude with a soccer mom haircut from Gainesville, Georgia, <laughs> that fucking looks like him.
0: that the fans happen to be popping the hell out for.
1: I mean, hell, that's because it looks like it's not really AJ Styles, but it looks. Like. No, Cole, you idiot.
0: And around this time, Roman's still champion. So, you know, the beginning of that year, Roman's champion. The backlash for him was big yeah, yeah. by that time. <clears throat> How many titles? Freaking four. M- he had. He won his first title. God, when did he won his first title. In late 2015, he won like three titles that year.
1: Yeah, he won like he won was like late 2015. He spent the first half of the year winning titles, and he won
0: it in 2014. Yeah, 15 because he he beat someone at Survivor Series right. and Sheamus Cash. in. Right. And well, I mean, hell, he, he was champion at the Royal Rumble, he right. won, so he won it again somehow. And Hunter won the title at Royal Rumble from him in that, yeah, Rumble, kind of a weird
1: concept. Well, but. I mean, then hell, you get to the match, you get to the match at Mania, Hunter is definitely the heel, but they're fucking blowing the roof off the place for him.
0: And yeah, Roman's the they, technically the heel, the biggest highlight of that year. Well I think that was a fake highlight. Apparently, the attendance record at thirty-two broke the all-time record, which bullshit. came out to be a lie. Yeah, bullshit. By about ten thousand, they made up like ten thousand.
1: Well, I mean, you can see what the, what the thing about it is. Vince creates seats. He creates seats that aren't even in the stadium. Yeah, legitimately aren't even in the stadium when the stadium's set up. All those ringsides, all those seats around ringside, all the floor level seats are not seats that are actually in the stadium. They're not built in there. So he counts those on top of everything else. And then, of course, scalpers that buy 60 fucking tickets at a time.
0: I'm pretty sure even with the seats around the side, it was not 100,000. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: It, was, it had to be. I mean, I'm sure it was close to 90,000. It was
0: 90. So it was about the closest record, but it was nowhere near 100,000. No, like, no. It's clean. It's like, God. No, it's
1: like, dude. You're what are you counting? What are you counting? Like the, the the four seats outside? Like I mean, what are you doing, dude? How can the 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 twenty seats that people set up in the tailgate? You counting them too?
0: I just feel like this year was such a flop. It was. You know, you had the hype. It was. It's supposed to be. Is really, it was just Roman Reigns all year.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's what.
0: wise, and like, that was
1: when, and that was when the the turn happened on like the the heat. The top pinnacle point of Roman's heat was that year.
0: No, 33 was.
1: Well, 33 too, but That's that was when it but started. That was when it started. I guess one
0: of the big things, though, is the women's revolution started taking place because they had some pretty good like, It was. – I'm trying to remember the exact card, but they had a couple women's matches on 32. I know one was like Sasha and Charlotte and yeah Becky. yeah. So like the women's you know, the fact is they're getting good spots on WrestleMania. So women's revolution started taking on by now. Yeah. WrestleMania thirty three. So this would be twenty sixteen
1: Yeah. right? Yep.
0: So I think so I'm trying like I'm gonna be honest, like this is the time where Dell East started getting kind of cringe yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It's like, oh, the end of 2012, Goldberg came back. Woo! They had that match at Survivor Series, if you want to call that match. Mean, and that mean just 20, led you mean, bullshit. You mean 2016? 33, bro. They had that match. Was, it. 33 was
1: 2016.
0: Go- yeah, that's what I'm saying, 2015. But he came back at Survivor right, Series right, 2015. Right,
1: right, 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 right.
0: That's what I was meaning. Yeah. So he came back in 2015, had that god-awful Woo! match with Lesnar that was like two minutes. Woo! I don't care about Goldberg, but I know a lot of people do, so it was an iconic moment, yeah. I guess. I mean, hell, again, we chanted his name loud. And, we did.
1: Yeah, when he was at, the hell was it, 35 when he went into the Hall of Fame? When he was out there on stage, we chanted Oh, yeah, yeah
0: that's right. Yeah, yes. we
1: chanted it. Again, so that just was because of the iconicness of the moment.
0: So there was that. Um, for thirty-three. That was a big moment. Twenty-sixteen. WrestleMania thirty-three. Right. He defeated the title. In what? which
1: was happened to be instead of two minutes, this one went five.
0: Three of that, um, which was entrances. Once again, there's two moments I'm thinking about that were big for that, and that was Kurt Angle came back. Yeah. You know, took his place in the Hall of Fame. You know, came back to way blonde, and That's him being my favorite wrestler of all the time, that was real. Right. And then one of the loudest pops we've probably ever heard was uh, WrestleMania 33 was the Hardy Boys return yeah. in that ladder match. That was epic as hell. Yeah, that that was a massive pop, rightfully so. Especially because like, you know,
1: especially because like, not but like four months prior to that. I'm sitting up in I'm sitting up in um, Shelby, North Carolina, watching Jeff Hardy face Sammy Callahan at the local indie show that runs through the Carolinas called PWX. And yeah. Jeff Hardy giving Sammy props for not going to WWE because WWE fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> like he actually says he's like, dude, I don't blame you for getting the hell out of WWE, dude. That WWE fucking sucks. And then well, here he is at wrestlemania i mean that moment just truly uh, obviously for the iconic the iconicness that is the hardy boys
0: yeah so i'm kind of speeding up a little bit because i know we're getting we're definitely getting in there um so that was kind of the year like i just once again i just don't remember that no, all the way like, up until you had kevin owens as champion you know you had the well you had the Friendship Festival of Jericho, which was cool. Which was still check out the whole list going. Fine, that was also a sad moment. <laughs> I mean, because
1: like legitimately, that was one of the best moments because hell, the fact that you can get a piece of paper and a
0: clipboard over. Because after that, you know, wouldn't tell it, You know when when he beat things just disappeared. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's like honestly, from like 2016, 17 up till like, I mean, lately. yeah, up till lately, it's been kind of that. Just like. The best moments of the decade were truly, literally through the middle, through the beginning to like the middle of the decade,
0: and then I mean, though, I guess the only other moment to talk out for this year is you know, Roman's heat he got after being the Undertaker.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that that was, was something <coughs> insane. I mean, because that
0: that heat wasn't just heat; that was fucking nuclear. You thought that? Yes, yeah, that's another scenario. Where you you were gonna think that maybe the fans were gonna jump and yeah. go out there.
1: I mean, because that was. I mean, because that was nuclear, especially after, especially after he took the jacket off, took the hat off, folded him up, put him in the middle of the ring. Ra- yeah, he thought he was yeah. done, and I mean, that heat was nuclear.
0: And didn't Roman really handle it so well. Yeah, this is my yard
1: now. And then, of course, just play into it even more. I mean, Roman's a true. I mean, t- t- going out there on Raw the very next night, twenty thousand people booing the shit out of you. Walking out there and saying... will not let you talk. will not let you talk. Literally, Chance, of fuck you, Roman, are cutting him off. And, well, this is my yard now, drops the mic and
0: leaves. (laughs) That was brilliant. Uh, So that was really, like... Once again, like you said, the next couple of years were kind of dull. Yeah. I mean, you have... 24... I'm trying to think of years. We're on, what, 2017 2017, now, right? Uh, Just, like... So I guess the big one for this was Ronda Rousey's debut. Yeah, at Royal Rumble 2017. Right. Um, and you know, say what you want about Ronda, but I, she's very well might be the reason that you know we are the women are where they are right oh, now. Oh yeah, her star power, Vince believed in her star power enough to put them in the main events and have their own pay-per-view and
1: yeah i mean it's like whether you know i i wholeheartedly agree whether you, whether you like the girl or you don't i mean she she helped push what needed to be pushed
0: she made the star becky is now out of yeah the... i mean
1: hell you know she she pushed it to a level where they finally got their first ever main event at wrestlemania
0: so star power is real. So you know Ronda's showing up, and I I like Ronda. I do too. Rousey I, I do too. too. I
1: I I really enjoy Ronda Rousey, from her UFC work to her them. to her WWE work. I I'm a big fan of hers.
0: You know she brought in people that. Yeah, she brought she brought in a, yeah, she
1: brought in an edge. She brought in a crossover. She brought in. Fans a
0: legitimacy
1: that they like to use for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they I use mean the same word. Well, and and like you said, they, they she brought in fans that might not watch WWE, so she did everything that you want a a, a crossover
0: superstar to do, and she did. Oh God, the women's division seems stale now that she's gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope the rumors of her coming back next year are true.
0: Or at least Shayna one of them yeah I mean Shana, either Shayna versus Becky or Rhonda versus somebody yeah guess, good guy like,
1: especially I mean if you're not gonna do Rhonda bring Shayna because Shayna could do it
0: so you had that and then you had Brian come back thank God that could clear and oh man that was a moment
1: another one that we were yeah. another one that we were live and in person for.
0: That was, uh, yeah.
1: Because hell, what we also need to we also need to mark off 2017 as beginning our uh, our run.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess there's that free straight WrestleManias. Twenty, no, wait, twenty, yeah,
1: 2017, no, 2018. 2018 kicked off our run because 18 was 34. This year was 30, yeah, 18 was our
0: yeah we're in 2018 i was confused on what you're yeah yeah we're in, yeah. Yeah, we're in yeah we're
1: in it yeah so yeah 18 that that kicked off our run 34 mm. new orleans 35 nyc and well counting down the months we're almost in tampa
0: yeah so there's that and then later on in the year and one of the bigger moments of the decade where we hosted their first ever women's only pay-per-view
1: which i agree with ember on backstage they need to have another one of those
0: Give it our chance. You I mean, know. I Come understand. On, I
1: mean, I understand. Yeah, the first one was
0: tickets weren't selling. I was. Well, I mean, problem. the tickets
1: weren't selling, but that's, that's that's only because of the matches you had announced for it. I mean, you had and then, you had Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey.
0: And Charlotte versus Be- Becky again. Yeah, I mean it's like,
1: you know, it, Beck Ronda had built up this this legitimacy. And what did Nikki do to earn a shot against her? For And honestly,
0: Sweet
1: uh, well, there's that.
0: Oh, God. I'm hoping that a bill of stands here. Oh, God.
1: Head. They're the worst, too. <laughs> but it's like, why, out of, out of all the legitimacy that Rhonda had created, for you to have her face somebody like Nikki, that's not even an That's
0: not, though. It didn't, because it led to a bigger moment for Becky and Rhonda. so... Oh. Because later that year, like, later the next month, they had the whole invasion angle right. for Survivor Series, and, you know, SmackDown took over, and Becky got punched in the face. Yeah. And, you know, broke her nose, and that's kind of what the man gimmicks kicked off, and it's all time, and, you know, look at it now. Yeah, right?
1: I mean, so, in a way, things work out the way that they're supposed to, because if that hadn't happened, then, right, you know, the, the honestly, the best, I think the best women's, Gimmick storyline, whatever, with the man was created from that.
0: Thanks to Rousey.
1: Again, thanks to Ronda.
0: Build Becky up to be kind of the Austin, and Ronda was kind of the well, Tyson and, kind of thing.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a modern day Austin and Tyson.
0: Yeah.
1: Except, so, except Ronda doesn't completely suck. Sorry, like Tyson. Like Tyson sorry, <laughs> but um, you know, Ronda's actually cool. Yeah. And then we go on to the year that is
0: 2019. And this is, I think the thing that overshadowed <laughs> this year, something that, I think the news is something that wasn't WWE related. Yep. I now, agree. Obviously, the women's Net event was huge. And then, of course, Kofi's moment was huge. But
1: that, that honestly, the, this year was all about three words that Vince, three letters that Vince loves so much. A.E. AEW. A.E.
0: Cody and then in a plan in place and had their first pay per view standalone pay per view. I know people like to talk about all in, but yeah, double or nothing in May. Yeah, and then they struck a. I mean, get the TV, TV deal. I mean,
1: for for honestly, one of one of the coolest things that we've that we wrestling fans have been a part of in the last.
0: Well, it might be toxic on Twitter. You know, people are excited. Well, I mean, but excited see, to here's talk. The thing. Here... It's brought it, it's brought wrestling back into the. Well, here, here, here's... You know, NXT and AEW's has brought made fans happy again. Here's the like, thing. Here's the thing, oh, geez.
1: and this is going to be what's called Dustin Knows All About These for everybody watching. Uh, this is what you call a shifes to break down. Yeah, Dustin's, Dustin's heard his fair share of these, so this is going to be one here live on the show. So, yes, it's made wrestling fans happy again, but it's also... Well,
0: believe in their own brand, because trust me. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It's it's ma- it's, it's,
1: it's, ma- it's made wrestling fans happy in its own respect. But also, it's brought out the biggest batch of dumbasses that I've ever seen in my life. Because of the following. You, and, and I'm, I'm sure, I don't know, we haven't seen it, but I'm sure people look at us and go, wait, you guys like both AEW and WWE? Yes. Why? Because we like professional wrestling. If you like professional wrestling, who gives a flying monkey's nutsack whether you watch AEW, NXT, WWE, New Japan, Go Japan, Anything. Fi Japan.
0: Impact for crying out loud. I mean,
1: Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, <laughs> even though that's went down the shitter. I mean... Lucha Leap, which is airing right now. I mean, it's like alive. no matter what you watch, it's for wrestling. I've never... I, I mean, I know back in the day, you know, because it was a legit heated... Feud, WCW. I
0: mean, and, we picked sides. We we're Vince McMahon guys. You're not. So I mean, well, I mean it's but like it, I feel like wrestling's sophisticated and past that. Now, well, that's right? what
1: I mean. It's like you know, back in the days, of course, you picked your side because, like I said, it was legitimate. It was legitimate hatred. It was legitimate war. I mean, it was but
0: those two are trying to put each other out of business. AEW and W E did not. No, I mean, that they take they, they
1: take their little five year old schoolyard shots at each other. AW. But <laughs> it's like no, the thing about it is. Who cares what you watch? We love the biz. If you if you are a wrestling fan, you love the business.
0: And then you have all these dudes like Brad Shepard coming out of World fuck work. Brad, all this. Fuck
1: Brad Shepherd, that stupid ass
0: and Meltzer, trying to yeah, you know,
1: they're trying to stir to be, you know hot by you know, well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Brad Shepherd's the long lost <laughs> love child of a Vegas one night stand of Brad Dave Meltzer's. <laughs>
0: I mean, those dudes are not helping. They're trying to bring up ratings, how important they are, and it's just like, guys, just enjoy the show. I mean,
1: just enjoy this. Sh- okay, you know, if you prefer NXT or WWE over AEW, that's fine. If you prefer AEW over WWE, that's fine. But sitting there with your little smartphones, acting like you're hot shit while you're trying to take a shit on the shitter, who cares? Nobody cares. Hey, it was definitely
0: one of the biggest moments of this decade, definitely this year, but. It's also created one of the most toxic eras of wrestling. Yeah, because in that I feel game. like
1: I feel like wrestling Twitter is now more toxic than it's ever been. That's bad, and that's bad because it's been bad. Oh, it's been so bad. There's been
0: some toxic moments. Oh, before, it's been it?
1: bad because especially especially with the stands of everybody. I mean, good God!
0: Wait, now y'all have to go up to wrestling stands, but AEW and WWE stands are now good I God. I mean, no, these stands are giving Bella stands run for their money. Holy crap! Yeah. that's even worse because these dudes are actually getting legitimate arguments because they want to see each other put out business. I mean, who cares,
1: dude? This is 2019. Or, well, in a couple, well, next week, 2020. Who cares? It's not about putting, because the thing about it is, for the AEW stands, I hate to break it to you. I know it's going to shatter your dreams and expectations. (laughs) WWE is never going anywhere.
0: AEW is nowhere close. And AEW to them, right? is
1: nowhere near close.
0: I love AEW. I watch AEW live. Yeah, I mean, I, I,
1: I love AEW. Don't get me wrong. I love AEW. But I hate to break it to you. WWE is never going anywhere.
0: This isn't like. Vince McMahon's not dead. Will not die well, until he's actually even, dead. And
1: then even when it does, we've seen how Triple H can do things. It's going to be all right. And. WWE is, and as much as you you know, people hate to say it, they're an unstoppable juggernaut. They are. Mm-hmm. They're never going anywhere. I mean,
0: Vince McMahon's making money despite himself. I mean, hell, like, Punk is that. Yeah, I mean, he
1: is. I mean, you, you've
0: got dude. Saudi and WrestleMania alone having exactly. from-
1: So I mean, and ticket sales and network subscriptions and hell, even if you think canceling your network and then resubbing, he still gets money for that. Geniuses. Mm-hmm. So no WWE's not going anywhere can aew get to that level sure i definitely I, I, See. I definitely i mean i can definitely i definitely believe they're gonna get there but are they gonna are they gonna put them out of business no
0: good god nxt stands guys you guys are ridiculing oh people really kill and all their mistakes de has been doing this for 30 plus years and do some aew's been a company for
1: a well, has been doing it a hell of a lot longer than 30 years
0: yeah, good point. we
1: <laughs> years uh, of WrestleMania.
0: I mean, hell. About 40. Hell, I'm almost old. 30. They've been doing it a whole hell
1: of a longer than I've been here.
0: Yeah, they've been doing it. So, some of the mistakes they make shouldn't be happening. You know, AEW makes mistakes, but they've been a company for a year. Yeah. I mean, okay, like, so. Good okay, God, so, you guys are acting like they're going to go under after one year. I mean, and okay, a few so, mistakes.
1: So, you, you flip on the AEW and somebody's echoing in the back because the audio is wrong. Yes. Okay, that's. They've been a company. Hell, that still happens to Vince. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't because they've been in production for so long. But still, it's the world. It of happens. It's the world of technology. Trust me. You think us sitting here for an hour every week goes off without a hitch? Sometimes, hell, no. It's technology. Oh, yeah. Things
0: happen. So I just that's to end this. It's like I really wish you know you guys would just see the good, and if you don't see it, just keep your mouth shut. I, I don't know. I know people hate to hear that, but Well, I mean, God. it's like
1: if you don't see the good in it of what it's doing for the business that you love, giving given men and women work elsewhere, giving them opportunities. I know that's a controversial
0: statement. People get pissed when you say, oh, well, I can't share my opinion on something I don't yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's the thing. How do you share some good things? Well, but it? see, it's the thing about it is
1: this. It goes – there's a fine line between sharing your opinion – and Trying to get clout and for yourself on Twitter. Trying to get clout to and do. also promoting hate at the same time. Yeah. There's a fine line between like like me and you, we can sit here and say, you know, okay, did AEW, for example, I'm not using their most recent episode, but like, for example, did their recent episode was it was it a good show? Eh, not really, you know.
0: Not what they were starting. Yeah, say, like, was it
1: compared to their standards? No, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that great of a show. But see, there you go. We shared our opinion on the show but we didn't bash the shit out of it for an hour.
0: Or, you know, you can say, you know, I didn't like their audio, but did we should have to go under? Yeah. Like, what's the point of yeah, that? Yeah,
1: it's like, you're wishing, so, like, I,
0: I always tell. Or people that hate Vince, oh, I hate the ruse of, you know, Lana, he should go die. Yeah. Like,
1: what? I mean, it's like, dude, but I'm sorry, if you're getting that pissed at this storyline, he's had worse than this.
0: So I just would like, you know, I know that's not decky thing, but you know, as we're entering a new decade of wrestling, yeah. you know, keep that in mind when you watch your yeah, wrestling. Yeah, that's kind of like, like a. You don't have to like it. You're know, you're allowed to share your opinion, right? But don't like be toxic, right? That's like that's, like that's that's kind of like a great
1: transition here as we go in, as we finish up the review of the decade,
0: as we get. So AW is bringing us in on the new decade, January first. Exactly. 1st. <laughs> so
1: it's perfect. We can go in, go into the new decade. Try this. Believe me, try this, people. Go into the new year with an open mind. For both. For both. No, just go into an open mind about For wrestling. About in wrestling general. in general. Whatever you watch, just go into it with an open mind and watch what happens.
0: There's some good stuff out there. Don't let your colorful shades blind it. There's a don't lot of wrestling.
1: Go. Don't let your don't let your fifteen thousand followers that. You know, only
0: wanna hear you rant and swear out the other company. God
1: forbid God forbid somebody you make somebody click the unfollow button. Holy crap. You
0: know, because for us for general, there's a good wrestling. We're entering you know our one year's January eighteenth. Yep. So if you like us rambling, I saw there was a few people in here at some point. Yeah, so was. um if you guys like it, you know, feed some suggestions, hit <coughs> like that follow button, subscribe on YouTube, which is on the far right corner. Yep. Twitter, mid
1: top left, upper and Twitter top left, YouTube top right, and your featured (laughs) podcast of the evening, dead center on the bottom.
0: Thanks, Bruce Buffer. Gotcha. (laughs) And um, we look forward to chatting with you guys in a decade. We'll see you then. Um, Stay going, my friends, I guess. There we go. I don't know how to end a stream outro. (laughs) Well, stream outro,
1: same thing. Deuces! (laughs)